Hello and welcome to Pocket Potential. Our aim here is to help you to maximize your potential by taking small steps in the right direction. Now let's jump into the show. Hello and welcome back to Pocket Potential. I'm your host, Paul Croswell, and man, I am so excited that you are here with us today. Um, as we re-kick off uh, the Pocket Potential, we're going to dive into what has been probably the most popular topic to talk about this entire season. You guessed it, COVID-19. And I'm going to give you my three really best tips on how to get the most out of this season, regardless of what uh, it's been like for you thus far. Um, As you know, there are a lot of people right now who feel an unrealistic pressure to emerge from this COVID-19 season, whenever it actually ends, uh, with something impressive or extraordinary to show for it. And you, you're probably one of those people who felt like, man, I need to have it, like started a business or, or you know, started a new habit, a healthy habit, or start waking up early, something, some kind of pressure, uh, whether it's from social media or your social circle, doesn't matter. Uh, there's a lot of people wrestling with this internal uh, or rather external pressure of, I need to emerge from the season with something, um, impressive to show for it. And you know, I, I think it's it's foolish, really, to put it simply, to have that that mentality when you're thinking about it. And I'll explain why in a second. But there is a way, by the way, to get the most out of the season. And we're going to talk about that. But I think that to navigate this season with that external pressure is is probably one of the most damaging ways to navigate the season as well as the <laughs> probably the best way to make sure you do not emerge from the season with anything to show for it if you navigate it with that pressure on you. Um, and I think to, to, to really understand the heart of what's happening right now, we have to look at the fact that this season has not been a break for everyone. Right. It's very easy to look at everything and say, well, I mean, for at least, you know, two months and for some it's still going. A lot of people weren't working, you know, or, or technically weren't working. They were uh, working from home or, 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 you know, they were laid off or for uh, or furloughed or, or I mean, you name it. The list goes on and on and on and on and on of the sentiment is that this season was somehow a break. And I don't know about you, but everyone I seem to talk to. It, they, they, they agree with me. I was going to say confer, but, you know, which would also be appropriate. But they agree with me that this season hasn't been a break for everyone. The majority of the people that I've actually connected with and, and talked to about this have actually shared the opposite, that this season has somehow increased in the volume of their work and the expectation of their employers and what it is that they're trying to do and get done. And now with blurred lines, especially for those working from home, with blurred lines between, well, when am I working? When am I not? When do uh, they have access to me? When, when do my job, my employers have access to me? When do they not have access to me? And how do I navigate that? A lot of people have really kind of lost a sense of balance in this season and entered a really, really uh, big season of overwhelm, right? And so- the first thing we have to recognize is that this has not been a season for everyone. And I emphasize the for everyone part because the truth is there are some where the season has been a break. 
where for you know whatever the context of their job happens to be maybe they they actually did get a break maybe working from home was a super relief and they did not have you know the pressure or they didn't lose balance or any of the things i just mentioned and it was a really great break for them kudos to 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 those folks but for the majority of people i've connected with that hasn't been the case even folks who lost their jobs actually spent time looking for jobs or or doing a bunch of different side projects to you know make sure that they're able to make ends meet and so we we have to start there if we really want to understand how to make the most of this season this pandemic season and there's a quote that i posted on my my instagram a while back and i also uh had it on my my twitter uh and it's 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 a quote that's not um it's not original to me this isn't a quote that i made up it's one that you're probably familiar with but i think it's it's really really perfect for the season it says don't tell people your plans show them your results don't tell people your plans show them your results now here's the thing if you're if you're navigating this season and you have this this sense of this pressure this this you know man i got to everyone is watching and and waiting for me to to come out of this season you know and somehow be like batman like i just know everything can do everything can 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 figure stuff out have a successful business launch you know learn like three or four languages or something like everyone is watching me i gotta i gotta have something impressive to show them whenever i emerge from my cave right whenever we can go out again and all that stuff um (laughs) if there's ever a season to take this particular quote to heart of don't tell people your plans show them your results this is the season, right? There, there's already such a massive external uh, pressure to perform. There is no reason to co-sign anyone's pressure that they're putting on you by saying, oh yeah, you know, you, I know that you're expecting, or you may not even say this, but just think it, I know that you're expecting that, you know, by the time I get out of this, I have all these things to show for it. And on top of what you're expecting, by the way, I am doing these things as well, or I'm hoping to do, don't do that. Don't, I mean, just, just drop it. Don't, don't humor anyone with, with any thoughts like that. Like just, just let them go. If they have expectations, great. Now, if you have commitments that you, you need to make sure you fulfill, then do that. That I 100% um, agree that you you need to get done if that's the case. Um, but if that's not the case, and these things are just pressures that people are putting on you, I mean, don't don't even humor them. Quite frankly, it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy. We're, I'm going to share with you three tips in just a second on how to actually get the most out of this season. Um, and I will say, I find it laughable. By the way. Whenever I hear people say that or declare that people need to come out of this season with something to show for it, I think that is such a one-dimensional perspective to have on this entire COVID-19 season. And the reason I say that is because there are so many people who have lost jobs, right? And it has severely impacted their household. There are so many people who have lost income that, you know, not just their job, but if they kept their job, if they have a small business, their income was significantly impacted by the season. There are a lot of people who actually lost loved ones, right? 
And then on top of that, there are folks who have been forcefully separated from loved ones, unable to see or visit certain family members because of the season. And so we don't know what's happening behind the scenes in folks' lives whenever we talk about, man, they need to have something to show for this season, right? It's it's a really, really one-dimensional perspective to have. And life is so much more complex. And to be more specific, you and your life, your context is so much more complex than that one-dimensional perspective to carry and that one-dimensional pressure to allow to shape the complexity of your life, right? So my recommendation, if you really want to get the most out of the season, is to bring it closer to home, right? Turn your focus home. So instead of worrying about all of the expectations and the things that a lot of people, everyone else is waiting for you to emerge with in this season, focus a little closer to home. And this is what I mean. There are three things, or uh, I guess you, you can call them three steps uh, that you can take to bring your focus closer to home and to maximize your current season. Now, if you're listening to this you know, a, a year from now, two years from now, whenever, and you're wondering, hey, is this still even relevant for me? Yes, it is. These three tips will help you to maximize any season you happen to be in, right? And so here's the first one. The first tip is to turn down the noise. Now, this may seem so obvious, and you know, as a matter of fact, it can feel so obvious that you immediately want to dismiss it as soon as you hear it, like, oh, here we go. He's going to talk about social media, and he's going to talk about this and that and the other. I already know. Before you dismiss it, just, just hear me out, right? By turning down the noise, by m- taking intentional steps to, to filter what it is you allow to speak into you right now, you can significantly, and there, there's science to back this up, you can do your own research, but you can significantly reduce stress, anxiety, and even uh, really distracting comparisons that you have internally with other people. Literally just by doing this, if you don't do the other two steps, you can, you can, you can literally relieve stress and anxiety and remove comparison from your life just by doing this. You can become healthier and happier just by taking this one step, right? And so when I say turn down the noise, what do I mean? I mean, you know, well, you can guess it. The first and foremost is social media. Social media is is the biggest stream or or feed of news in almost all of our lives. And if we aren't intentional about how we filter, how often we're on it, what exactly we, we are looking at, and how long we're, we're looking at that stuff, it can begin to shape our own expectations of ourselves. Forget what other people expect of us. We can begin to now impose these things on ourselves and make them internal if we aren't intentional. And so the first thing you need to do is filter. So one of the things I do for social media is I have designated times when I check. Now, yes, I admit right now I break those things. I break those rules sometimes. I'll pull my phone up and, you know, just like you, I'll just get there without even knowing I'm there. The next thing you know, I'm scrolling. It happens. However, that aside, one of the things that has helped me that I, I actually do, even though I break it sometimes, 
is have designated times. And there are certain times where I know, look, because of my my sleep schedule, um, once nine o'clock hits or just about that time, I'm really putting my phone away. I don't, there's nothing on there that I need. And if someone's trying to get in contact with me at that point, if it's a real emergency, I'll get a phone call. If it's not, eh, I'm good. You know, I'll just spend time with my wife or reading or something by that point. Um, prior to that, they're just designated times. That way I do check it. I do get the, you know, the relief of checking it. And I, I have my posting schedule, but outside of that, it really is just a waste of time. It's not doing anything for me and it's not doing anything for you. Now, I'll step back from that for just a second from social media and focus on a slightly broader way to turn down the noise. Um, One of the things that you need to do is you need to become extremely intentional about minimizing or eliminating any unnecessary news feed in your life, right? That includes if you watch Fox or CNN or you get it from social media, um, be it Facebook or Twitter or wherever else, if it's unnecessary, minimize or eliminate it altogether, right? Uh, Whatever you need to stay informed, focus on that. And if it's like five minutes a day, you're reading, you know, the the New York Times or you're watching the news for for 10 minutes, half hour, whatever it is, do what you got to do to stay informed. But if it's unnecessary to to do your job, to live your life, to love your family, to 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 move forward, eliminate it. It's a distraction. It steals your time, precious time that you could be investing doing other things with your life and energy. Okay, so that's step one. I'm gonna stop there on that because there's a ton more I could say, but it'd be just way too much um, for this episode. Maybe I'll, I'll do a whole episode on just turning down the noise. Uh, step two is turn up the clarity. So step one to maximize the season is turn down the noise. Step two is turn up the clarity. Okay, what do I mean by that? Turning up the clarity is my way of saying clearly define success for yourself, right? Uh, Pop culture has a definition of success that it wants for you to live out. Your parents may have their own definition of success that they're uh, they're expecting of you. Um, your employer may have their own definition of success for you or your professors. Um, if you happen to be in school or in college or something, everyone has their own definition of what success looks like for your life. And if you aren't the one that's actually prioritizing what it is that's important to you and, and what your life should and could look like and the things you need to be doing to, to move in the direction of the, the preferred future you have for yourself, if you aren't intentionally doing that, you might as well step aside and let everyone else who's already doing it do it for you because I guarantee you they are. So if you aren't intentionally crafting out this is what success looks like for me. When, when I eliminate all of the external pressures and expectations, these are the things that for me, at the end of the day, is success, right? And what's, what's so powerful and what's amazing when you do this is success often looks far less glamorous, personal, personally defined success. It often looks far less glamorous than what pop culture imposes on us. Right. Oftentimes when people really sit down to, to define success for themselves, it includes something like being in a, a loving family that 
they can genuinely, you know, just let their guard down around and and enjoy themselves and enjoy each other's company. Living in a home that they love. It doesn't need to be a mansion or the size of, of a small city. It just needs to be enough space for them and whenever extended family visits. And that's enough. They're they're content with that. Have a vehicle that the you know one that they love and that's their toy or something. For most of the time, I, you know, not to be uh, gender specific here, but most of the time it's the guys that are like, "Well, I want a nice car for myself. That's kind of a toy." But then have a nice family vehicle that you know this is. It doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be the the most expensive one. It's just one that I like that the entire family can hop in and you know we can go on a road trip somewhere and it's it's good it's safe it's it's new or whatever um and to have enough to retire like literally when people define success for themselves it's often far less glamorous than what pop culture and society imposes on you so really take time to step back and ask yourself well what's actually important to me because at the end of the day, yeah, you can leave a legacy and, you know, that's great. Ask any rich dead guy or dead lady, you leave it behind, right? So you accrue all the money you want. That's great. You could leave an amazing legacy and do amazing things when you have wealth. That is, no one argues that point. But that aside, what's actually important to you? Is it family? Is it, you know, having a a, a healthy life and uh, taking care of your body? Is it, uh, you know, some kind of a nonprofit that has captured your heart and you want to help in a particular cause somewhere, a charity? Like what what actually speaks to you, who you are, your soul, your heart, right? And define success for yourself. And that's going to inform really step three. Because step three, your final step, if you want to maximize whatever season you happen to be in, um, a final step for you is to tighten your inner circle. Now, hear me on this, right? Um, what I am not saying is to drop all your friends and, you know, go be a loner somewhere. That That's not what I'm saying. Life is meant to be done in community. Ask, shoot, you don't even, t- even need to ask anyone. Just read any history book or, or you know, any science book when they, they look at uh, history and groups of people. Everyone functions and, and lives and operates in groups. It's healthy. Science proves, and again, you can do your own research, that when you are in a healthy, happy environment with other people, close friends and family, you live longer and happier lives. So I'm not saying to go off in isolation, okay? But what I am saying is that you need to be extra intentional with the people who you allow to speak into the vulnerable parts of your life, right? Whenever you consider things like your goals, like your passions, your dreams, these are things for me, and just to be very transparent with you, because of how I'm wired, you know, if you read any of my personality assessments and stuff like that, because of how I'm wired, I am I am a dreamer at heart. I have big dreams. I get emotionally attached to them. They become a part of who I am and, and accomplishing them become a part of, of just how I breathe, to be honest with you. It's just it's just me. That's 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 me. Um and because of that, this has become such an important step for me, right? Uh of tightening my inner circle because I found that if I, you know, if I'm 
if I have a dream, it's like a child, a baby. And for you, it's the same thing. Even if you don't feel as attached as I might to the dreams and, and you know, the, the pictures that I, I, I get given to me, my heart, my mind, um, it's like a, a child. And the people you allow to speak into that, to speak into the vulnerable parts of your life, the things, the thing that you are pursuing, the the preferred future you have for yourself or for your family. Excuse me. If you if you are unintentional, that can be so damaging, so so damaging, even fatal to any dream, to any any preferred future that you have. And so you have to be so picky. And, you know, and it's not about eliminating friends per se, as much as it is about being being really cautious about who you invite in on that level. And, you know, just honestly sharing with the people who you know you can trust, one, to to guard you. So if you're, you're planning something stupid, they'll call you out on it. But two, to actually speak into you to encourage you to to speak life into your dreams because it's already it's hard enough already to per, to chase a dream ask any dream chaser it's fun yeah but it is super hard it, it is draining and it's stressful there's so so many ups and downs it it's it's already a roller coaster ride you don't need anyone adding to the difficulty factor you need people who are going to speak life into it and yes call you out sometimes like i said but for the most part, you need people who are going to speak life into it whenever, especially when things get hard. Um, so those are my three steps for you, my three recommendations. If you want to maximize your current season, one, turn down the noise. Two, turn up the clarity. And three, tighten your inner circle. Tighten your inner circle. Um, if I can give you a bonus win for... Uh, maximizing a season if you if you really want to take uh, a next step and go a little further with it uh, I would say celebrate small wins look and I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this but every major accomplishment that you admire every you know every person that you look at and you're like man they've achieved so much they've done so much every success story you've ever heard all the major accomplishments are just small successes added up. That's it. Every single one of them. They're a bunch of small successes all combined to create this, this big, massive, glamorous, admirable achievement. And so whenever you make it a habit of celebrating your small wins they actually begin to happen a little more often, right? Because you begin to recognize them. You begin to recognize patterns. And after a while, they begin to add up. And the next thing you know, you look back and, oh, there's, there's an admirable accomplishment there. But it's just a bunch of small wins. It's like scaling a mountain. It's just a bunch of small steps. And then one day you arrive at the summit. And the view is gorgeous. You might be exhausted, 
but it's gorgeous. And so learn to celebrate small wins. And here's a question for today, and this is your pocket potential question. Um, go ahead and leave a comment. You can actually send me a voicemail. There's a link in the description of this episode um, that allows you to send a voicemail into me. That way it's actually easier for me as opposed to reading through a bunch of messages. Um, and I want you to answer this question for me, okay? What helps you stay patient with yourself in this COVID-19 world? What helps you stay patient with yourself in this COVID-19 world? Um, for a lot of people right now, that's the biggest issue, uh, is learning to, to be patient with themselves, especially when they're on social media scrolling and they're looking at their friends and their friends are saying how they started a new habit or they ended a bad habit or they started a business or they did this or did that, whatever the case is. And they're like, man, why am I not there yet? How come I can't do that? How come X, Y, and Z? And they're just wrestling with this idea of staying patient with themselves. So go ahead and send in your response to how do you stay patient with yourself in this COVID-19 world, your response may actually be the thing that helps someone else. Um, so go ahead and share your story and hopefully I'll be able to share your story on future episodes to encourage other people as they make their way uh, through this COVID-19 world. Now, if you are a subscriber to the show, thank you so much. I so appreciate your love, your support. Go ahead and leave a review on whatever uh, platform you happen to be listening on, um, or if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, um, hit the like button. All of that counts, believe it or not. It is so helpful, so helpful to helping to make the show possible whenever you do that, whenever you leave a review, a positive review, by the way, um, on any of the platforms you listen to this podcast on or on YouTube if you happen to watch this podcast uh, on YouTube, you can send me an email uh, or leave a comment. Uh, and also, you can subscribe to my newsletter. I have a newsletter that I send out information like this in written form um, once a week. So, look, I don't spam you. I don't like spam in my email, in my, email, in my inbox. It's something that it, it really is kind of annoying. And so that's something I promise you will never get from me. You get an email once a week. Um, so go ahead, subscribe to the the email list or the newsletter and stay updated on all things Pocket Potential. Um, you can visit me at paulwcroswell.com for more information. I have a ton of stuff there and a bunch of resources that you can get as well. So thanks so much for listening. And always remember, always, always, always a small step in the right direction is a big deal. Take care. <laughs>